Infinity Games Podcast. I'm already recording. Oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> Intro us. Hi. Hi. I'm Drew Boxero. I don't remember my name anymore. It's been a while. Uh, it's that Kel guy. Kel guy? Yeah, Kelly. Kelly? Ke- we'll go with Kelly. Kelly. We'll this is Kelly. Kelly. Hi. <laughs> I'm a 16-year-old white girl. So, uh, how about that, uh, that pumpkin spice? Fuck that shit. Is it cray-cray? No. As the kids say? No, okay. Actually, like, we're gonna stop this shit right now, and I'm gonna tell a funny story real quick. Okay. So, I go to the mall the other day with a buddy of mine. Right. Because I had to pick up some stuff. And, uh, we're walking by a Starbucks, and he's like, bro, let's get Starbucks. I'm like, fuck it, I'll get a green tea frap, why not? And I swear to God, comment in there, like, oh, green tea cat, you're a loser. Off that shit's delicious, but um the bomb. So like I go, I get mine, and then he he goes up, and the barista's like, oh, uh, what would you like? And he goes, mm, you know what? I'm gonna get a pumpkin spice latte. And I just look at him, and I'm like, I've lost all respect for you. Yeah, I've. Met <laughs> He's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? I'm like, you're not 16 or a teenage girl. Those are the criteria. You're not allowed. <laughs> He's like, but they're so good. I'm like, no, 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 no. I've met this guy one time. He's a basic bitch. Yeah, a very basic bitch. <laughs> but, um... So... But, um, I don't know about you, dude, but pumpkin spice just pisses me off. Oh, it's gross. Like, I don't even know how that became, like, the big flavor. Oh, I don't understand either. Like, my fiancé... Ha-ha! Calrick's king got engaged. Oh. Spoilers! Oh! But, um... Who knew? Things actually happened in the two months we've been gone. Goddamn! And <laughs> now in hell... <laughs> also engaged. No, no relation. <laughs> but, um, so oh my, my fiance, um, she got one like a year ago. She got one of these pumpkin spice lattes, and she was like, "Fucking, apparently they're so good. I'll try it." She took a sip, and she was like, "Yeah." She was like, "You need to try this." I took a sip, and I immediately dumped it on the ground. Nice. I was like, "I am not having any of that. We're getting you something else." <laughs> and then she got like a good old fashion caramel frappuccino or something. I was like, smart woman. It's fucking weird. So, like, pumpkin pie? I like pumpkin pie. Oh, I love pumpkin pie. Only the store-bought shit. Yeah. Because people make pumpkin pie, and they put the fucking pumpkin spice in there, like a bunch of it. Yep. It just tastes like ass. Yep. Another funny story. Oh, God. (laughs) My fiance's sister, her husband, we went over to his parents once for dinner. And a good buddy of his had brought them over, like, handmade pies. Because he has, like, a... He likes baking on the side. It's a hobby, right? Right. So one of them was a pumpkin pie. I'm like, I fucking love pumpkin pie. Let me at this. And I tried a piece. And it was, like... It, it didn't taste bad, but it was, like, really chewy. Weird. Yeah, it was... It was It was not... It tasted fine, but it was a fucking weird texture. That is So, weird. like, I had a piece... I think... My fiance's dad had a piece, and then nobody else wanted any. And uh, sis, my to be brother-in-law, his mom was like, "I don't feel right throwing this out. Is anybody gonna eat any more of this?" And I was like, "How much whipped cream do you have?" And she's like, "I still got two full cans." I was like, "Give me it and a can." <laughs> I literally ate like ninety percent of a pumpkin pie that night oh in like God. within like twenty minutes. I just like mowed it down. <laughs> I literally like I literally stabbed my fork into it, pull a piece off. Spray a dollop of whipped cream on it, shove it in my mouth. <laughs> I pounded that whole thing back. And I was like, here you go. And she's like, well, thank you. I'm like, I got you. <laughs> I am uh, I still can't get past how it was chewy. Oh, yeah, it was super weird. I'm just thinking of that one movie where the woman, like, bakes her shit into a pie. Oh, I haven't seen that one. That's terrible. <laughs> That's not okay. Uh... But, um, yeah. I was coming to him. Ooh. Shit pie. Ooh. But, um, yeah, so, funny stories about pumpkin spice and pumpkin and everything. Yeah. Do you know how, uh, crazy that pumpkin spice shit is? Hmm. Penzo put up a nice little sign that says, we now carry pumpkin spice motor oil. Awesome. <laughs> I need that in my car. Yeah, when you need, when you, when your engine's burning up, at least it smells good. Yeah, <laughs> No, fuck. What episode is this? 22? No, I think we're like 20... Wait. Wait? I have the YouTubes? 
I, you know, I'm just gonna run with it. This is 22. 22 is my lucky number. I'm pretty sure we're on 23. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Shit. Just click on any of them. Well, okay, you're gonna have background us. Ooh, oh no. I know, terrible. Terrible. Just terrible. I'm going the wrong way. 21. That was Mario. That was Mario Cartier. I think you're right. Pretty sure we're on 22. Good job. <laughs> Yay, I remembered the thing. Proud of you. <laughs> yeah, we're on 22. 22. Double confirmed. <laughs> nice. Hey. If you're listening, you should go back to episode 19. It has literally zero views. Hit that shit up. It's good. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> what a shame. Stop watching ukulele. Go watch the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, this is just going to be hodgepodge, because go figure, shit's been going down for the last two months. Calrix is now two weeks on, one week off. So, so we're literally going to record three episodes in a row. And if it abruptly cuts, it's because we started a new topic. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like, that's what I meant by I'm in hell. I have no social life. It's terrible. Yeah. I'm like, hooray, I'm home. And then it's like, yeah. <laughs> hooray, I'm home, but I'm also leaving really soon. And then the next day comes and it's like, really soon is really soon. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But yeah, so... Jukebox and I have had, yeah. Yeah, we had shit going on. Per personal things that hindered us heavily. So, I kind of tried my hand at fixing some shit. Oh, fuck. Well, because it's such a weird thing that ever since I got into my arcade machines and, you know, I ripped those things open and fixed, like, everything. Yeah. Like, pretty much reconstructing entire fucking motherboards. Like... Nothing fucking phases me if it's broken anymore. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I'm going to open that shit up. <laughs> it's like, oh, what, what's the worst that could happen? You know, electrocution. <laughs> just, just, just turn it on a little bit and then turn it off once it's unplugged. You'll just open something up one day and there'll be like a dead fetus inside and you'll be like, oh my. <laughs> I mean, that's a little extreme, but I wouldn't be surprised about a dead mouse. No. Okay, we'll go with dead mouse. Yeah. Man, <laughs> I hear actual horror stories from people who like do mods for a living or like refurbish consoles and then sell them on ebay shit like that the, the most common worst thing is like cockroach nests inside Ugh. of nes's because there's so much empty space in that giant box and there's like this convenient flap in the front you lift it up and you just fucking crawl right in fucking gross so gross that happened to me i literally just threw that shit outside and viking funeral it on my lawn <laughs> no Actually, I've been watching this guy. I can't remember his name. Uh, he actually had an NES that came out of, like, a shed in a yard that at one point literally was, like, drowned in, like, human fucking waste from a backup. Not okay. Not okay. He actually got it to work again. Not okay! Because fucking old Nintendo products made a Nintendium. Right? True. Yep. They make phones out of that shit. They should. They make everything out of that shit. It would be the new Nokia. Yeah. 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 What would win in a fight, a Nokia or a NES? You know what? I go with the Nokia, but if it was against an N64, Nintendo would win. Okay, fair. Yeah. I feel like that that just leads into the age old debate. Debate: What would win, an immovable object or an unrelenting force? <laughs> a black hole would win. Beautiful. <laughs> Oh god! So no fucking Kelrick's here. We Why? told we told this story in our NES memories back in like episode fifteen or some shit like that. He, he's literally going to see which one it is. Uh, so it was our biggest find to date, pretty much. And he had gotten an NES and several games, and the one that really stuck out was Metroid because it didn't fucking work. So sad. And that was, like, a good seven years ago at this point. Oh, yeah, about that. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, you have this game. It doesn't work. Let's, uh, 
Just give it to me while you're gone, and I'll fix it. Episode ten. Yeah, episode Nest memories. <laughs> go go watch it. It's it's good time. Just go watch everything. Go watch everything. Devote take everything. take a day. <laughs> you know, yeah, there would probably literally be a whole day. Pretty much about an hour per episode, hour and a half. Yeah, yeah about that. Um, day in a little bit. Get some energy drinks. <laughs> five hour energy, guys. Just get five of them. Yes. That'll last you. No. So, I, I was a little scared because you know how it's all, uh, we'd turn it on and some of the textures, they'd be the, the right color, but it would literally just be jumbled to like numbers and symbols. Oh, it was a gong show. So, I was scared that it was going to be like one of the chips themselves was going to be bad. Yeah. Because then you'd have to order a new chip or reprogram it and these aren't EPROMs, they're just ROMs, so... I was a little scared that it was just going to be fucked forever. But no, lo and behold, there's like a single pin on the character ROM at, that didn't have any solder on it. So like, sometimes when we turned it on, it would work, and that just meant that that one pin happened to be touching the edge. <laughs> so I was like, man, this is like the easiest fix ever. The biggest hassle was waiting for my fucking iron to heat up. Nice! So yeah, it was like two seconds, and then the very first try in my NES, which is a finicky fucking NES... Because the pins are loose, because, you know, bad design and whatever. <laughs> yeah. But it worked on the first fucking try. Oh. Beautiful. I just remember how hyped we were. We were like, holy shit, it has Metroid. It was the first game we put in it. Actually, false. I think we put Mario in it first, because yeah, reasons. Probably. Because reasons. Mario. <laughs> and then we were like, hey, Metroid. And then it didn't work. And we were just very, very sad. Very sad. And then we moved on to Castlevania, and we stopped giving a shit. Yeah, and then we got very, very mad. <laughs> Medusa hands! Medusa heads, fucking the night. Ooh, night plus Medusa heads. Ooh, yeah. So, cancer in a video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro pro tip, by the way, if you're opening up NES cartridges, if they were like an original release title, like the very first printing of them, they will have five Phillips screws on the back of them oh. instead of three fucking Nintendo bits. Fuck those Nintendo bits. And if you're looking at a game on a shelf or something and you can only see the side of it, you'll know it's a five screw because it doesn't have the clips. Oh. Yeah, like at the very top, it'll just be flat all the way across. Cool. Yeah, so we got really lucky with that. However, I also had a Super NES that wasn't working. And I planned on opening it up, fixing it, and then either using hydrogen peroxide to make it all white again. Because, yeah. you know, NES or Super NES is just turn yellow over time. Or literally doing, like, a custom paint job on it. It was like, this is going to be fucking tight. Well, I couldn't get the Nintendo bits out, and I wasn't willing to wait, like, three weeks for one uh, Nintendo bit to ship over Amazon. So I just, like, shoved a pen in there after heating it up so it would, like, mold to the screw bit. Oh. But the the plastic was too soft, so I just kept stripping it. I'm like, fuck it. This thing doesn't work, and if it continues not to work, I'm not going to care. And if it does work, I'll just glue the motherfucker back together. Yeah. I ain't waiting three weeks. So I literally had to drill, and I'm, like, just drilling out the plastic around these screws. Awesome. And, uh, it was all for naught, because, like, it's either P the PPU or the CPU is just done for, and I'm not going to bother to try replacing them. But, I mean, that was an adventure and a half. Especially when I was trying to, like, pull it apart, and I realized that I was going to have to stick some, like, needle-nose pliers in there and still unscrew some of these fucking screws because they're attached to the front of the fucking console. Shit don't make sense. No. Fucking Nintendo's just making it hard for the layman to open up their system. Bastards. Which makes some amount of sense, but at the same time, fuck you, Nintendo. Yeah. Well, I remember once, my fiance, her, she had one of the NES edition 3DSs. Right. Right? And her control pad, not her joystick, the D-pad, it had a very slight, like, hairline crack in it. So we were like, well, screw it. Let's just call them. And see what it would cost to get it repaired. It literally would have costed the same amount as buying a fucking new one to send it in and get the D-pad replaced. Yeah. They were like, it would cost roughly $170. And we're like, are you fucked? Right. They're like, that's also before shipping. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, go to hell. We live in Canada. That shipping would also cost $170. Why fuck? I'm just going to buy two more at that point. Damn. Oh, God. So, yeah, that was fucked. Like, Nintendo, yeah. Yeah, no. 
As much as I love Nintendo, like, they're a bunch of cash-grabbing whores. <laughs> Honestly. You know what, dude? What? So, I was really into GoldenEye 007 on the Wii. Goddamn, you don't say. Yeah. And uh, I had gotten the special edition, which had the golden... That thing uh, was awesome. Wii Controller Pro, or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, yeah. Classic Controller Pro. Yeah, Controller, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, it stopped fucking working. The, the disc, and I was like... I literally can't return this because there's no way in hell that I'm going to get the golden controller again if I do. Yeah. So we actually went through Ubisoft or whoever the fuck licensed it. And I had to send in the disc and it ended up costing about $25 in shipping total both ways just to get a disc that worked. That sucks. Yeah, it sucks so hard, but I really wanted that controller. (laughs) Oh, that game. That game's so good. Yeah. And it's, it's funny going back to it. Because it's not as good as I remembered, but at the same time, it's still not bad. And then I go back to fucking GoldenEye on the N64, and it's hot trash, and everyone's like, oh, it's the best! That game is only fun when you're, like, six drinks deep with, like, three of your friends. Who also had an N64 when they grew up. Exactly. Because I didn't play that shit until I was, like, 17 years old, and I was like, this is hot trash. Oh, it's so bad. But yeah, when you get some buddies together, and you're like, fucking, you just don't give a shit... Oh, fun game. Yeah. Nostalgia goggles, go on. <laughs> Beer goggles, go on. <laughs> yeah, throw them both on. <laughs> Good to go. Suddenly you're playing the number one game of all time. Oh, God. Not actually. Not actually. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was Jukebox's Adventures. Yeah, fucking adventures in destroying a SNES. Ugh. And fixing Metroid. Good times. Good times. I have had no adventures. You know what my next adventure is going to be? What's that? I'm actually going to open up that fucking nest of mine and Ooh. unbend those motherfucking pins. Ooh. You know those 72-pin connectors? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, every fucking eBay reseller's like, oh, it's been fixed with the new 72-pin connector. And I'm like, you're full of shit. I mean, they are, but those things are so fucking tight. Oh, yeah. It's like, man, I feel like I'm literally going to break the board on the fucking PCB of this game. Because yeah. I have to press on it. It's so fucking hard to get it in there. Oh, it's ridiculous. And then you gotta go in there with some, like, fucking pliers to pull it out. <laughs> so, no, I'm just gonna unbend mine and then never push the game down again in my life. Nice. Convenient thing about that, too. NESs still had Phillips screws. Oh. Fucking no Nintendo bits. Good. Fuck Nintendo bits. Just another mm. cash grab idea. They're bits. Like, I'll fuck bits. No. <laughs> Naughty bits. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, where the fuck were we going to go from here? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, I was going to talk about Pokemon Go because I've been playing it. Yeah, do that. Game. So, their Halloween event, they just kind of announced everything they're about to do. Okay. So, uh, shit no one cares about first. Buddies are going to be half the distance to get candy. What the fuck And all new? candy you get from hatching, transferring, and that your buddy collects is doubled. Like for good or just for the event? For the event. Huh. The event goes from the 20th till the 2nd, though. That's eh, an alright window, I suppose. Yeah. About two weeks. And then they're going to have special shit for you to buy in the store. Which, I mean, if you get coins from gyms like I do, you oh. just spend them once these events happen. That's true. They, they introduced this thing during the last one called the Super Incubator. Uh-huh. It makes it so eggs take a third of the distance to hatch. Ooh, not bad. Yeah, so I dig that. Um, the important shit. You will have a Mimikyu costume hat. Awesome. That actually isn't the important bit. The important bit is fucking third-gen Pokemon. Well, yeah. So we're getting all the uh, the ghost types out of there. Actually, hold on. Pause the game. Go back to the Mimikyu hat. That's more important. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's going to be fucking adorable. Everyone's going to have one. It's going to be the new hot fashion trend. Also, I'm just going to say this real quick. Do you want to know why I just don't really care that they're adding third-gen Pokemon in? Because you don't care about the game period? Well, no. I think Pokemon Go is great. I'm just waiting for, like, trading and shit. Yeah. And also for me to, you know, actually have the means to go out and do shit. Yeah. But, like, the main reason I just have no fucks to give about them adding third-gen Pokemon is because third-gen sucked ass. Yeah, that's arguable. 7.2. Too much water. Moving on. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck your shit, IGN. So, I mean, the game, sure, but the Pokemon, the Pokemon are fine. Pokemon are fine. Yeah. No, so, they also said that the rest of the third-gen Pokemon are going to come 
sometime in December. Starting in December. Yeah, because they're only adding in, like, Dust Skull, Dust Glops. Literally just the yeah, ghost just ones. The ghosts, so, like, yeah. Binette, Shuppet, that shit. And I'm, it's really weird to me that they're actually going to have the Mimikyu hat, because he's 7th gen, right? Well, it's just because everybody fucking loves Mimikyu. Yeah, I mean, I love him too. Itchy! But, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just stupid hyped for it, because... You know, it gets stale without the new Pokemon. Yeah. But I, I'm so scared, though, because everyone's like, oh, there's going to be third gen this year, there's going to be third gen. And I'm just thinking, they're going to put so much effort into getting this third gen shit out that they're not actually going to implement trading. Yep. And I'm still scared for it, but I'm actually super hoping that maybe, like, this Christmas, they'll be like, give the gift of Pokemon, trade with your friends or something. And I'll be like, finally. Yeah, right. We got the gyms right. We got more than one generation. Give us the last thing you promised a a year and a half ago. Also PvP. Yeah, that too. And more than one move. Yeah, that too. And, you know, other stuff. Actually, I don't know if they'll actually ever do more than, like, the two moves set, the fast move and the charge move. Yeah. But they did say that they're going to have PvP and trading. It's just they're fucking horrid at implementing anything. Well, yeah. I mean, look what happened at Pokemon Go Fest. Right? (laughs) It just turned into a shit show and no one could do anything. Yeah. It's like, right now, the EX raid passes. Yeah. If you've been at certain stops, you have a chance of getting an EX raid pass. And then it's like, between the hours of 12 and 3 on this day, you can go for a raid. And I mean, suppose a hundred people in our city, which is... By most standards, a pretty small city, get it. Yeah. The majority of them are going to show up at the first fucking moment they can do that right, and it's going to be done in five minutes. The rest of everyone else is just going to be totally fucked because no one else is going to show up. Pretty much. And that's not to mention that Mewtwo only has like a 6% catch rate, so you're going to have a hell of a time catching it if you can. I mean, hell, I have a hell, I have a fucking shit chance of catching shit with like a 75% catch rate. Right? Fuck my life. And then there's like... Oh, I don't know. It's just such a hassle at the fucking EX raids. And, and the second problem of it is like 12 to 3 on a Wednesday. You know, when everyone's in school and at work. Oh, geniuses. Yeah. I mean, I recently joined this Discord server mm-hmm. for uh, our city's Pokemon League kind of thing. Okay. So we actually have about like 70 people in there that regularly play the game. Not bad. So... We actually, like, coordinate, like, hey, we're going to go have a lure party, or we're all going to go to this gym and to battle and whatever. Yeah. So, it's actually fun going to raids when you show up and there's, like, 20 other people. Yeah, right. But, it's, like, toxic. I'm not even kidding. There's one guy. We showed up for this raid, and he's like, hey, we were at a raid this morning, and people were spoofing. Fuck spoofers. We're going into a private raid just so that no one else could ever possibly get in it. And I'm like, how do you know someone else was in there or someone was holding two phones? You're literally holding two phones right now. Did you count yourself twice? Yeah. And then... So does he mean spoofers? Uh, what? What does he mean spoofers? Oh, so that's when someone does GPS spoofing. So, like, say you're sitting at home on your computer playing Pokemon Go on your computer through an uh, iPhone development APK or some shit. Yeah. And then you just set your GPS location as some park... A uh, mile away from you so that it appears that you're there. So mm. you can catch the Pokemon and get the stops. Gotcha. Without actually having to do anything. And then he took it a step farther to go that we ju- we were just about to start. We were still in the countdown. And this guy came up and he's like, hey guys, are you guys going into the raid? And he's like, nah, too late, man. Go away. And I was like, dude, give him the fucking room code. Are you legitimately shitting me? Uh, like, how much of an ass can you be? And he's not the only one. I was like, wow, this community is toxic. Oh, fuck. But I also need you so I can get an intake. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) I will put up with your shit until I have a fire Pokemon in my team. Yeah. I I had to try so hard to get one. for Kari? Yeah, that that name. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because, I mean, Entei is like her favorite. She couldn't give a shit about any of the others. I love Suicune. Yeah, that's the one I want the most. Yeah. That one's coming next month. Yeah. Yeah. Love me some Suicune. Hell yeah. Now, did I even have anything else I wanted to say about Pokemon Go? I don't know. Was there other news? Um, not really. It was just like, the third gen shit's coming. There's a, there's a fucking Pikachu with a witch hat on it. It's cute. cute as fuck. No, that was, that was probably it. 
Then we move it on. Hey, look, a Segway. Wow. So fast. So fast. Kelrix, what have you been playing? The trombone. I know, sad. <laughs> um, I'm playing a few things, actually. You can, you can play the trombone or I'll play the sexy mofo. Oh, perfect. <laughs> you are a sexy mofo, after all. I did play the saxophone for a while. Yeah, fun fact. <laughs> a couple years. But um, I've actually been playing a lot of stuff. It's pretty easy to play lots of shit when you've been fucking on hiatus for two months. Right. But um, even I've played something other than Pokemon Go. God damn. So um, one thing, because I kept saying, hey, I'm going to talk about it. Hey, I'm going to talk about it. And then we like disappeared off the face of the earth. Destiny 2 is awesome. Fucking love that shit. Yeah. Fun fact, that's how I proposed. We beat the raid, we shithold Callus at the end of the raid, and then I was like, babe, come look at the gear I got. And she walked into the room and I was on one knee and I was shaking like a motherfucker because you'd be surprised how hard that position is to hold. <laughs> it is not easy. There, you have no balance. <laughs> Weak motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, Destiny 2 is wicked awesome. I can ramble about that for a while. Is it actually like everything you ever thought it was going to be? I mean, I would have liked to have a, a few things a lot different. I was really hoping that, like, the skill trees would be more like World of Warcraft slash Borderlands. Okay. But, whatever. For what for what it is, I'm perfectly happy with it. It's a lot. It's better than Destiny 1, that's for fucking sure. So, um... What makes it better than Destiny 1? There's all, shit to do. All I ever heard out of it was, like, this is literally the exact same as Destiny 1, and to really, like, kick it to you, they make you restart from scratch at the beginning. Yeah, what do you fucking do? I mean, that's all I've ever heard coming out of it, though. Well, yeah, that's because everybody that plays it is a bunch of salty little whiny bitches. Fuck, grow up. <laughs> you get, like, okay, like, let's let's go back to when we were kids. Right. Do you remember what save data is when you were a kid? Because I fucking don't. Nope. No? no. Did, did, what? What's this? You didn't have The Legend of Zelda on NES with its really bullshit saving system? Guess what? Save data wasn't a thing. Yeah. Save data wasn't a fucking thing until, like, the Game Boy. And even then, it was sketchy. Yeah. Fucking autosave kicked in on, like, GameCube and PS2, and then we fucking hated it. Yeah. Because we'd enter this big-ass fucking boss with 2 HP, and it would autosave, and then we'd have to fucking reset, and we'd start with 2 fucking HP, and we were just fucked for the whole game. Yeah, we got fucked. So it's like, let me tell you about starting over from scratch. It's not that bad. No. It's not that bad. Do you have any idea how boring Destiny 2 would have been if they were like, okay, we know you're max level in Destiny 1 with every exotic and, like, literally the max level. You get that for Destiny 2. Blast through the story in two hours and literally have no challenge and no fun because you already have everything. I feel like I remember with, like, Modern Warfare 3 or something, one of the Call of Duties, you could actually, like, Transfer your save data so you still have your prestige or some shit. I feel like you're it would thinking, be the same horse shit. I think I feel like you're thinking about like Mass Effect. Maybe because I know Mass Effect you can transfer your character data. So it's like you be Mass Effect one and you hundred percent and you like max out and everything. You can then transfer that character to Mass Effect two. In my head, I was always like, why? Like why? Like I understand you want to like bring over your character's decisions and shit like that, but why do they let you carry over your level and your weapons and all your upgrades? Because then it just makes the game a boring fucking bullet fest. Right. Right. Like you don't. But anyway, I'll digress there. I love Destiny Two. Me and all my friends love Destiny Two. It's tons of fun. It's they fixed one of the big problems, which is the simple fact that patrolling had no purpose. Now, if you go patrolling on the planets, you can fucking find chests which give you tokens if you have enough tokens you can trade them in for a legendary engram alright awesome you didn't get to do that shit before if you went patrolling it was literally completely fucking pointless in Destiny 1 look at this scenery yeah pretty much look at the hard work this person put into this rock exactly <laughs> so in Destiny 1 when you were patrolling there were public events which were like you know, people could, like, squad up and you'd just take on, like, a little mini challenge together. Okay. But they were terrible, and the rewards were terrible. Okay. In Destiny 2, they're actually difficult. If you don't have enough people, you're probably going to get shithold. And if you and if you know how, you can turn the public event into a heroic public event, which makes it harder and also gives you a chance of better loot. Like, you can get exotics and shit out of public events now. Nice. So, when I'm playing with my fiancé and I'm up working and I'm gone for two weeks 
we just go and we just like bummer we just like run around on earth and do public events and I still have the potential to get loot without having to do the raid or trials of the nine or anything like that right which is awesome but um I won't ramble about Destiny 2 too much I've also I also played get your dick rock hard get some dick rock hard I played uh Cuphead mmm mmm buddy buddy got it on his Xbox and brought his Xbox uh up to work so we were playing that it's hard as fuck. Did you actually beat it? Yeah. No. <laughs> we got to like the third island and that was it. But, um. Yeah. So, I mean, that's ten bosses that we got through, though, so that's pretty decent. I haven't wa- I haven't played it at all, obviously, because I'm a cheap ass. Yeah. But I've watched like five different fucking playthroughs of it because I love it to death. Oh. Because I remember this being like in the sizzle reel of like the original like Xbox One, like, look what's coming. Yeah. You know, fucking three years later when we actually get it but yeah. I've been I've been waiting for it for so fucking long and it's so interesting and I just love the art style I, it could have oh, been like so an cute. absolute shit game I wouldn't have cared it's just the art style the only and gripe, it's a good game yeah the only gripe I have about it it's like the single most minor thing like it takes it from like a 10 out of 10 to like a 9.9 yeah. the loading screen is a black screen with forced static so you have like the white choppy lines like going yeah. through, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it has that oh. sound. It's fucking annoying. Okay, that is stupid. Like, it's annoying. It's like, the first couple times it happened, I was like, this is cute, right? Because they're sticking to, um, you know, they're sticking to like, uh, whatchamacallit? Like old-timey transitions or something? Yeah, they're sticking like to, like, how it used to be and all that. I was like, yeah. that's cool. I can appreciate it. But my God, does it grate on your nerves real fast. Oh, it's so annoying. But, um... No, I mean... Dude, fucking Cuphead is Contra if it was set in the 1930s. Yeah, actually. Like, actually. Like, actually. Like... Except a lot easier. <laughs> actually? Yeah. Oh. Like, the boss... The bosses will kick your ass, but after you wipe on them, like, 20 times, you start to figure out your patterns, and then it's just a matter of staying alive. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I obviously haven't had a chance to, like, even get a feel for mechanics or anything, because I haven't played it. Yeah. But just from watching other people, I'm like, these... The fucking patterns of the bosses look super obvious to me, and I can't tell if it's just because they suck at the game, or if it's actually difficult to dodge. I mean... Because I'm like... Okay, he's gonna bounce twice, and then he's gonna, like, do this thing, just be on the other side of the screen. And they're, like, right next to him by the end of it, and I'm like, why didn't you just go the other way, you retard? This is your fifth time! Well, yeah. Like, I agree. Some of the patterns, it's like, my god, you're an idiot. Because I, we've even, we even had that. Like, we'd play a boss, like, 20 times. We'd have, like, one of their moves, like, down pat. It'd be like, this happens, this is what we do. And we'd still get hit by it every now and then. Right. Because you just choke, and you go the fucking wrong way. You're like, oh shit, never mind. Like, I feel like this game was built to fuck over people who want to play by themselves, though. Because, like, when you get two players, you got twice the firepower, and then you can save a person and, like, continue from where you are. If you're playing first player, you're, you're just, like, you die and you're just dead, period. Yeah. You start over. But, um, I don't know, because when Buddy was playing, because I, prom- I promised another guy, I promised him I'd play him a game of pool while Buddy went and got his shit set up on, our, on the day we flew back home. Right. So he w- he was like, well, fuck you. I'm gonna play for a little while. And I'm like, you you do you. I promised Buddy I'd play a game of pool. So he goes. I get in there after the game of pool. Game of pool took like ten minutes. He was like, well, I beat this guy by myself, and he was like the hardest one we'd fought the other day. Really? Yeah. Huh. And he just like wiped him out by himself. I'm like, what the fuck? So I guarantee the HP probably scales if you have probably. two people. Obviously. Also, the revive thing isn't as like OP as it seems. It's like you have unlimited revives, but every time you die, you fly up faster. Oh. So, like, the first time you die, it's really easy to get you, but by, like, the fourth time, it's like, you die and you're like, wee! Yeah. So, I it's did, like, I you gotta be... You got faster. Yeah, you gotta be, like, way ahead of the game on some of them. Yeah. Fucking... You know what else? It, it's probably the HP, but you know what else it is? I'm more inclined to be more, like, focused if I'm by myself playing a game. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that could literally just be it. That's it too, because um, there there were a lot of times where we would be playing, and I would think that I was Mughead, and Buddy would think he was Cuphead, and I was Cuphead, and he was Mugman <laughs> or whatever. And we'd constantly, I'd be like, "How are you still getting hit?" He's like, "I'm not the red one." And I'm like, "No, you're the fucking blue one." He's like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> yeah. 
cute design and all, but who the fuck drinks tea with a straw? Smart people. I don't know about that. Uh, maybe maybe the opposite. What's the opposite of smart? Dumb. Calrex? Okay. <laughs> but I'm self burn. Ooh. I cold Apply water. palm to the forehead. <laughs> but um so yeah, I played Cuphead. Um the first week that I got back after like my first rotation at work, I come home and my fiance had gotten me a little care package. And it had a bag of fuzzy peaches, a Pepsi, uh, some chocolate bars, and the new Metroid game. (laughs) 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 But um, the audience is now listening. So yeah, so (laughs) she went ahead and bought me Metroid Samus Returns on the 3DS. I was like, this is awesome. And I was like, I want to play it, but I want to save it for when I'm back up at work. Because when I go, I have no guarantee that the room that I'm getting will be able, that I'll be able to plug my PlayStation in. Right. So it's like, I still take it just in case, but if I don't get one of the rooms with the HDMI port on the TV, then all I have, sure. is, all I have is my laptop and my handheld. So I was like, I don't want to like play the shit out of Metroid and then only have like a day of game worth when I get there. Does your laptop have an HDMI plug? It does, but I'm pretty sure it's out or uh, output, output. Not yeah, okay. it's only output. Um, I've been meaning to like actually test it, but I'm just too lazy to actually like hook it all up. <sighs> but um, so I did get around to playing some Metroid. I was actually very busy my last time up there. Right. Um, like literally, like we'd get back, we'd eat dinner, and then like we'd either go and play Cuphead or go and play pool or. My fiance would be off early from work, so I would just go back to the room, like play Destiny with her or whatever. So I didn't actually have much time to play Metroid, but I think I've put about I don't know four hours into it so far. All right. And like it's dumb fun. Yeah. It's stupid fun. It's really responsive. There's a couple of times where I find my debts are really bullshit. Yeah. And like there's one part where I got trapped in this area and the only way out of it was by morph balling but every time I went I tried to get into my morph ball the enemies would be right there and knock me out of the morph ball so I was literally just stuck in a corner and died I hate that I was like this is stupid but um like it's really responsive like you feel good playing it I hope it would because the the only 2D Metroids I've ever played I mean, they were actually 2D. This one is like 2.5D, so you got like 3D sprites. Yeah. So I was worried like you're going to jump up to grab a platform and you're going to be like right, like a pixel off and it's just going to drop you or something. No, that's actually really responsive. The wall jumping feels good too. Yeah. Um, You know what, dude? You know how I had such a ridiculously hard time with wall jumping in Super Metroid? Yeah. Well, I did it in... uh, Infusion there, and it was like the easiest shit in the world. So oh, I, I think know. it's just Super Metroid. I don't know some wall jumping mechanics <laughs> in some games. Like I've played a lot of games with wall jumping in them. Sometimes it's dumb, responsive. Sometimes it's like, what am I doing wrong? Right. <laughs> but um, so yeah, so played Metroid. Metroid was awesome, and it's still awesome. And I, I, I'm gonna be playing a lot more of it and beat the shit out of it, hopefully. And um, the other thing that I've been playing is Superstar Sega, motherfuckers! Really? I bought it yesterday. Oh. That's God, my, that God, was my That was my bombshell. God damn it! <laughs> For those of you who don't know, that's like one of my favorite games. I was about to say it's my favorite, but Earthbound's still there. <laughs> Earthbound like just squeaks above it. Yeah, this is like number two. Oh, uh, it's so good. Is it? It's so good! Okay, hold on. Have you played, have you played the Game Boy Advance one? Yes. Okay. Not, like, as hardcore as you, but, like, <laughs> just to reiterate, we've talked about this multiple times, because, like, it's Jukebox's, like, second favorite game by, like, a percent. Yeah. Like, Earthbound wins by, like, the tiniest fucking margin. Yeah. Fucking, I went, I went fucking hard on that game. I've beat it, like, multiple, multiple times, and then the one time where I 100%ed it, I literally got, like the max amount you could get of, like, every item. Yeah. And, like, I watched the uh, the completionist do the game, and I was like, man, <laughs> are you bullshitting? You think because you get all the goddamn pants from the fucking paint game that you've done everything? Yeah. Weak! You should have just messaged him and be like, now listen here! <laughs> <laughs> 
when you still have all of your golden mushrooms because you didn't use a single fucking one. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, no, Jukebox went fucking hard on that game. Yeah. And fun fact, something I don't think we've actually mentioned in the podcast, we had a YouTube channel before this. We had a YouTube channel like 10 years ago, OMG. and it was so bad. OMG, it's a game review with all caps. <laughs> oh, we thought it was so cool. Yeah, yeah. But, um, so one of the things we did the one day is we reviewed Superstar Sega, and we like showed Jukebox's save file, and it like, shit, you know, like max level characters, 99... Every item, 99, or at least as many as you could possibly get, because, of course, some items are in short supply. Like, I can't remember what kind of hour count you had on that, but it was absurd. Uh, well, the completionist, to complete it, took about 13 hours. I think I had at least three times that. Minimum. <laughs> I would literally just run around that world because I thought it was so beautiful. Well, yeah. I still do. Nice. But, um... Yeah, so it's like Jukebox's like favorite fucking game, essentially. As far as like time spent and invested, favorite game by far. Yeah. So they really they announced the remake. What was it? It wasn't even that long ago. No, it was like it was what, like, like a month or something. Yeah, it was like a couple, a few months ago. They were like, "Hey, we're doing this," and I was like, "Holy fucking shit, that's awesome!" And I think Jukebox passed out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, my my spirit lifted into a new plane of existence for a while, and my body just collapsed. Yeah, I had to punch him in the dick a few times to get him back. And by punch, he meant stroke. Yeah. Very gently, but also aggressively. Moving on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> From spiritual dick stroking to... So, like... <laughs> of course, Jukebox is like, I need it, but I'm poor, so I can't. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I'm holding off, and I could also, you know, play the Game Boy one again. Yeah. I'll just let you this one when I'm done. Okay. <laughs> but, um... I'll, I'll cream. Yeah, I know you will. Just not on the game. Uh, no promises. On your DS, not on the game. Okay. Deal. <laughs> but, um... So, the other day, I went out to, um... Get some stuff, and I just, like, walked into EB Games, and I was like, Oh, yeah, this is a thing. We have to do a podcast. This is gonna be hilarious! So, oh, God. So, like, I get it, and I've put about five hours into it so far. Five, no, maybe six. So, I just, so you're, like, close to that? Where are you? I just finished... Fuck, what was it? The soda pop thing. Oh, the with pink. the Mean Brothers or whatever. No, not the Mean Brothers. Like... Like Bowser. Like, where you go to get the soda for Queen Bean. You have to fight the like. You have to fight the big pink goop monster. Yes. That that. I'm, I'm I'm thinking of the guys who run, the soda place. Yeah, the short guy and like yeah. Bowser with the mask. Yeah. Yeah, I fought them too, but yeah. But yeah, like I'm I'm a little ways past that. I can't remember exactly where I stopped. Yeah. But, it looks stupid pretty. The animations are. Absolutely flawless. The bro moves got updated. Did they? Yes. Okay, I was going to ask, has anything actually changed? <laughs> yes. Because you remember how the original, or at least, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Once you used a bro move enough times, you got like a mastery of it, and then it costed a few less bro points or something like that? There was, yeah, there was uh, advanced. Yeah. So like, another button press or something to the move. Okay, because in, it, I'm pretty sure it's, different in this one they 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 revamped the idea but now you get super versions of the moves so it's like uh you know chopper bros where like you boot mart yeah you like spin the hammer around around well now there's the super version of that is you hit you smash luigi into the ground Uh and then he pops up underneath the guy shoots him into the air you smash him back into the ground and you just like juggle the enemy like eight times okay run that by me again so you smash Luigi into the ground. Luigi pops up and, like, pushes Mario into the air? No, no, he pushes the enemy into the air. And oh. then Mario's, like, at the bottom. Smashes Luigi back into the ground. The enemy lands again. Luigi hits him back into the air. And you can do that, like, okay, seven or eight new. times. That is very new. Yeah. And then, um... Uh, the main one, where, like, they just, like, jump into the air and they both come crashing down. Uh, the super version of Mario's Super Splash Bros. Yeah. Now... You like boost even higher, and Mario like spins and comes down like a drill, and it can hurt spiky enemies. 
cruel. So, like, I fucked Queen Bean's day with that, because normally you can't jump on her because of her crown. I feel like this is going to make combat way too easy. No, combat's still pretty decent. Hmm. I've gotten my butt kicked a couple of times. But, um, one thing that I'm going to mention real quick before I forget is a new mini game that they added in. Because it's Mario and Luigi Superstar Sega and Bowser's Minions. Right. So, Bowser's Minions is actually a ton of fun. Yeah. So, what it is, is it's like all of Bowser's Minions are like, we have to rescue Lord Bowser. And then they're like, off to recruit more minions so they can have an army big enough to actually like take on Cacletta. Okay. And I'm like, you silly bastards. But alright, I got you. I'm, <laughs> I'm with you 100% of the way. <laughs> but, um, so the way it works is there are three it's it the easiest way to say it is it's kind of like fire emblem okay you know how you have like a weapon triangle it's yeah. like that okay so there's melee fighters ranged fighters and flying fighters okay melee is effective against range range beats flying and flying beats melee okay so it's like if I have hammer bro he's ranged right. he'll fuck up a paracuba but if I have a goomba paracuba will kick his ass right but my goomba will fuck up the hammer bro yeah right so you have a squad of eight. Maybe it can get bigger eventually. I don't know yet. I'm not very far into it. But um, you get a squad of eight, one of whom is the captain. So it's like either the Goomba captain and the Shy Guy captain are the only ones I have. Okay. So the Goomba captain's a melee fighter. Shy Guy captain's a ranged fighter. And then like you can recruit other enemies. So you can get like uh, Paracoopas, Hammer Bros, uh, Piranha Plants, Boos. I got some Boos just a little while ago. And, like, they all fall into one of the categories. So every time you go to a new stage, it shows you, like, hey, you're going to be fighting fucking Goombas who are a melee enemy and Hammer Bros who are a ranged enemy. So you have to set your team up so that it's, like, okay, well, like, if I have lots of melee fighters, they're not weak against anything that I'm going to be fighting. So I'm just going to stack my team with melee fighters. But then there are other ones where it's, like, you have one of each. So you have to be, like, okay, now i got to, like think and then you can also unlock like hidden skills and shit depending on your team comp Mm -hmm. so if you have five or more goombas you get a 10 percent hp bonus if you have half melee fighters and half range fighters you get a half and half bonus and it gives you like five percent more spirit and five percent more luck yeah or something so it's actually surprisingly thought processing because it's like when you watch the gameplay for bowser minions it's like build a team and let it go Right. But, like, you actually have to, like, spam buttons and, like, time button presses and stuff for, like, their special moves and shit. Okay. Because, like, the Goomba will, like, charge up and then he'll, like, jump and, like, land on them. And you have to... It's the same as, like, if you're jumping on them as Mario and Luigi. You have to time it for an excellent hammer bros and the, fire, and the uh, piranha plants. They'll charge up their hammers or their fireballs, so you have to, like, spam A. Right. So, yeah. I thought the minigame was fucking wicked awesome. Sounds pretty good. You know what, dude? Hmm. I don't know if you've encountered the mini game yet, but there's one where you kind of got like two piranha things with their mouths open on each side, and then like the mouths will close or whatever. And then in the middle, it's almost like a seesaw, and they drop items on them, and you've got to tilt it one way or the other so that the items go into the piranha mouths. I haven't gotten there yet. Okay, so back in the day, on the original, uh, the guy who gave you the instructions apparently was a character from uh, Mario RPG. Like okay. So, uh, that character, his rights were owned by Square Enix, Ooh. and so they let that one slide, Yeah, but he's not in the new one. I was so sad to hear about that. Oh, savage. Right? But, um, yeah, so I got that, and I've been having a blast with that. I played it, like, all day today. <laughs> what What's your rating so far? On it? Yeah. Like, like a 10. solid nine and a half. Yeah? I, I, well, I'd honestly even give it a ten. Because I remember back in the day, uh, you didn't own Mario and Luigi Superstars, no. but you owned like the DS ones after, which I had never played. Yeah. And uh, you're like, oh, they're pretty all right. And then you got to like the final boss, and it has like this super horse shit about oh, like three so different things. Fucking and stupid. The difficulty curve just like spikes all of a sudden, and I was like, okay, well that's lousy, and that doesn't sound that great. But like the first one was like my bread and fucking butter because it was so amazing. I, I, I played the Game Boy Advance one multiple times. Like, I emulated it. I think I borrowed it from you at one point. Maybe. Like, I don't remember, but I did. I, I think you borrowed it, but you only got to, like, the Hoo Hoo Mountains or whatever they're called. Where the, like, pterodactyl guys. Oh, fuck. Yeah, finally got that far. Because cool. I remember I played it once. I might have emulated it, and I got at least 
to the Christmas crap. Okay. At least. Right. And then I think I put it down for whatever reason. So, it's like I didn't go into this game totally blind. So, my appreciation for it is like next level. Also, something that I love, there's a speed up button. Really? So, if you're in cutscenes, you can hold R and everything goes double time. Oh, nice. But like the text doesn't scroll automatically. So, it just makes it progress faster. You can still read everything at at your leisure. Right. But like I it's that. yeah, it was great, especially for like a couple of opening cutscenes. It's like I know exactly what's gonna happen. Get me through this. <laughs> so I literally just held R and just let it go. But um, so yeah, fucking uh, yeah, I, it's I awesome. want it. Uh, it's wonderful. Yeah, Metroid. I would also give like a solid like, I give Metroid an eight and a half, just because like I said, like there are a couple of times where I'm just like, fuck, why am I dead? <laughs> Like there are Every a couple, Metroid has that. There are a couple of other times where it's like I'd be there. There was a couple of times where it's like I kept trying to make this jump, and I kept missing and like falling into like poison below. I was just like, "Fuck me!" And then like for some reason I wouldn't ledge grab. And then there was like this one time where I just like jumped at it just for shits and giggles, and then all of a sudden I ledge grabbed it. Weird. And I'm like, "What the hell?" Because the ledge grab isn't a button. It's just an intuitive thing that Samus does. Right. Like, she'll just do it if she has the means to do it. And there's nothing different about, about my jump that one time. It was just, I kept missing it. Like, I literally hit the ledge and then fall. Hit the Weird. ledge, fall. Hit the ledge, fall. And then one day, all of a sudden, I'm just like, grab up. And I'm like, what the hell? What even? Yeah. So, that fucking horseshit. That pissed me off pretty good. So, okay. it's like, and the controls. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. So... With Mario and Luigi. Yes. When you're done it... Yes. I'm going to want you to give me another rating. Perfect. I'm going to want you to tell you how it places amongst, like, favorite RPGs. Because I'm sure it's still not even going to be in your top ten. I mean, that's that's a rough top ten, though. I know. But, like, <laughs> for what it is, you know... What would be you up put it? Like, right now, where would you put it? Like, top 25, top 50? Oh, I'd give it, like, top 15. Yeah? Nice. Oh, yeah. And then, if, I, if, if I'm only allowed one per franchise, it makes top ten easy. Okay. And then I want you to give me... Uh, tell me if the Prince Bean is still as dreamy as he was in the original. He's dreamier. Oh, God, yes. His the hair, effects his, are so wicked. His he hair. flips his hair and it's like monochromatic rainbows. Oh, my God. It's insane. Oh, my God, my boner. I'm like, Princess, Prince Peasley, take me now. All right. And then... Uh, I need you to tell me if there's actually anything new beyond the moves once you get to the end. Oh, I'm sure there'll be more. Yeah, because, like, I, I haven't looked into it at all. I haven't watched anyone play it or anything, and I might not. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say that's worth. But you know what? We're going to revisit this, and as of right now, I think we're moving on to episode 23. Yeah. Which is going to be the Metroid episode. I'll See talk- you then!